We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. To make a rich, smooth cold brew, Tim Horton steeps 100% Arabica beans for 16 hours. What could be richer than that? Well, uh... How about blending in swirls of sweet Irish cream? Rich enough? Ooh, I guess. Not quite. Because Tim Horton's tops that cold brew with the cloud of sweet cold foam. Now, what could be richer than that? Nothing? Exactly. Irish cream cold brew with cold foam now at Tim Hortons. Or try cold foam on any of your Tim Hortons favorites. Modifications extra for a limited time at participating U.S. locations. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell coming to you from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to check out the Exxon Broadcast Network to find out about the great programming we have available for you there, 24-7-365, just go to www.xzbn.net. And for the broadcast schedule of the Exxon Television Show on the Exxon TV channel on Simultv, www.simultv.com. My guest this hour is a gentleman I've had the pleasure of knowing, oh gosh, he says about 30 years, and when he said that, it was like, you've got to be kidding. But it's about 30 years. I first, yeah, something uh, like that. Yeah. I first met our guest this hour, Dan Valkos, uh, at uh, CJBK in London, Ontario, where the Exxon did a bit of a stint before moving back to Niagara to CKTB. Uh, Dan has been involved in the paranormal since 1969. He is the former director of the Paranormal Enlightenment Center out of Detroit area and was the chief investigator for the Association of Psychic Investigators. He also did a lot of regressive hypnosis work for the Center for UFO Studies. He was ranked number two psychic in Canada and 51st in the world. I, I would have put him as number one, but nobody asked me for my opinion, so that's why he's number two. <laughs> I thought you'd get a credit. Right. Uh, he teaches or has taught over 25 colleges across Canada and the U.S. and has performed over 1,800 over at... 1800 colleges since 1989. Um, Dan has also been re-elected to the COCA Board of Directors. He has also been on over 750 radio shows in North America. And in, in uh, nine, what was it, 2015, I no, before 2015, I gave uh, Dan the, the title of Canada's Psychotic Psychic. And then, yeah, but nine, then you improved <clears throat> it to saying the world's psychotic psychic that's right that's right yeah you you gave me a promotion you gave me a promotion robbie yep yep but i'm not the person who gave you the title that all women love and adore you for and that's canada's cutest psych male psychic yeah i'm and i'm thankful you never did yeah who gave you that anyway i did actually a group of nurses it was uh it was in one of the i was doing something with one of the hospitals yeah and they decided that i was canada's cutest psychic and then I realized that they also work for the CNIB, so it's kind of <laughs> messed things up a little bit. Dan, welcome back to the show. How's it been, my friend? It has been fantastic. This has been far too long since you and I have done a show together. We're going to have to correct that. Because yeah, it, I enjoy doing a program with you, Yaron. 
oh, this is going to be painful, but you're an entertaining, intuitive, and very dynamic individual, and I just am so proud of the way you've grown and evolved over the years, too. I just, You're just such a good guy. It's because of people like you, Dan, who come on the show. And... I ain't taking the blame for this. Oh, come on. Oh, 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 oh you mean on. credit. Yeah, credit, credit. The last okay. time you were with us was July of 2016. I know it's way too long. Way it has too long. Been. We're gonna to have to do that. And one of these days I'm gonna get my tookus down to Hamilton and we'll do the television show together. No problem. Many times the great the great thing about that is I would look so much better sitting next to you. You can't improve <laughs> you can't improve on perfection, old friend. I know, I know, I know. We'll just we'll just let the audience figure that one out. Yeah, we will, we will. Um what have you been up to lately when it comes to the world of psychic phenomena? Uh, besides doing uh, some more teaching, I've been doing a lot of private readings, and I've been working a lot with uh, a number of humane societies. Oh. I'm, I'm actually now the official uh, psychic for, resident psychic for three different humane societies. What I do is I do psychic readings on people's pets, and we have a riot. I donate my time. We charge five bucks for three questions, and every penny goes to the Humane Society, and it is a blast. I have so much fun working with the, these people because most of the people who bring their pets to see me, uh, these pets are rescues. So these people are saints in themselves when they mm -hmm. rescue one from one of the Humane Societies. A couple months ago, I was doing something in Sarnia, Ontario, and this woman came up to me, and she says, Dan, is there any way possible that you can convince my 185-pound St. Bernard that it is not a lap dog? And I said, no. She says, what if I give you money? I says, no. She says, what if I give the Humane Society a lot of money? I says, then I'll lie to you. <laughs> they're big babies. You know, they're big babies. I'm doing a thing called Wooferoo this weekend in a suburb of Windsor, Ontario, where it's all day Saturday and all day Sunday. And uh, I have a lot of fun with these animals. It is just a riot. So it's uh, safe to say that your psychic career has gone to the dogs. Indeed, indeed. Yes, we're barking. No, no. Folks, if you don't know this, but Rob and I have done bad puns with one another for three <laughs> bloody decades. So if you hear a bad pun or two come across in this next hour or so, it's just part of the course for the two of us. That is. That is so true. That is so true. Uh, as, a, as a former, have you? I don't know if you're a former or not, but are you... Out of, the, out of the political arena now, or are you still dabbling in politics? Oh, no, no. I, I ran for parliament in the 2000 mm -hmm. federal elections simply because the Green Party asked me to run. I knew I was going to get thumped in the, in the thing, but I had to ride in the debates. It was something to get into, and it was something fun, and it was just a short stint that I will never, ever go back to again. Uh, but it was right. something interesting. It was an interesting situation. The reason I asked you that is I, was, I have to ask you about your psychic impression of President Trump. Well, my grandma once told me that if you can't say something nice about somebody, mm -hmm. don't say anything at all. I, uh, <laughs> my honest opinion is I don't think he's going to be lasting for all four years. No. I think that there, there's going to, uh, and I don't want to offend anybody of any specific political event, but I think he's uh, just irritating way too many people. And after the November elections, I really don't think the Republicans are going to be able to have control of the House and Senate. And that's when I think they're going to start uh, doing what they can to remove him from office. Well, what he did today in in Helsinki at the press conference with with yeah. uh, President Putin, yeah. I, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. No, I'm going. I'm going. Yeah. This, this is the president of the free world. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Anyway. I don't believe my own intelligence services, but I do believe. The president of Russia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe the man standing next to me. Yes. 
well. Anyway, there's there's other stuff going on that, uh, you know, behind the scenes, of course, there's other games being played as well. Uh, we here in Canada are still concerned about the trade wars. Yes. Uh, but I actually I don't think it's going to be that bad for this country because I think he's going to be forced to back off on some of the tariffs and stuff. I think this is just a short-term thing. Uh, you know, part of him is still convinced that he's running a business, not realizing he's running a country. Well, what's the difference between running a country and running a business? Running a country, you can run into a deficit without going bankrupt. Ah, tis true. Tis yeah. true. Plus, you're playing with other people's money, not your own. Yeah, well, we do that all the time anyway. What's your uh, what? What is your psychic outlook for the Canadian government? Oh, I really think that the uh, the Feds, uh, the the Liberals, are going to be able to take another term. Uh, I think that some of the changes that Trudeau's been putting in are actually going to be beneficial. Uh, what I was surprised when when Rob Ford uh, got elected uh, Premier. Yeah. Uh, um, but I actually don't think he's too bad. I really don't. I think he himself was, like, surprised. Hey, that's the premier of Ontario. How'd that happen? And, yeah, yeah. so he's, he's going to try to push stuff through, but I really don't think he's got bad intentions. And so we'll, we'll have to see what happens. Obviously, I mean, I could have, you and I could have won the premiership if we were running against uh, uh, Kathleen Wynne because so many people were just so, so angry with her. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a disaster. That was a total Indeed. disaster. Yeah, yeah. But this is going to be an interesting, 2019 is an interesting year of politics. Uh, the latter part of this year, I don't think there's anything great happening. Um, but I, th- I think people are making way too much out of the legalization of marijuana. I don't think it's just going to have a big problem except for the drug dealers that are going to have to start paying taxes. I don't know. I've got mixed uh, feelings about that, being an ex-cop, having thrown people in jail for that. You know, and... Yeah, yeah I know, it's, but... Um, I mean, well, years ago, they threw people in jail if they were having same-sex relationships. Remember, it was a yeah. crime at one time to commit adultery. So, yeah, things are changing. Things are yeah. changing. We're, we're becoming more, more uh, modern and stuff. But, but it bothers me, like, I've thrown people in jail, given them criminal records. What happens to that record now that it's legal? They're not going to expunge the record. They just might. You know something? That's an interesting thought. Mm-hmm. They just might uh, expunge the record if that's all it was, was uh, marijuana possession, conviction of marijuana possession. I mean, if you, yeah. were, if, you were, if you were caught with 32 pounds claiming it's your own personal use, so they decided that, you know, you're, you're obviously uh, a dealer. Yeah. Well, I don't think they'll expunge that. Uh, but I think if, if it was just a simple possession charge, they just might do that. They just might do that. I think they should. I really do. Uh, I do, too. I do, too. Dan, do. stand by, my friend. You and I have to take our first break. And ExoNation, Dan Valkos, and I will be back on the other side of this break. If you'd like more information about Dan, his website is danvalkospsychic.com. That's D-A-N-V-A-L-K-O-P-S-Y-C-H-I-K. P-S-Y-C-H-I-C. I was just doing that to see if you were listening, and you were. Dot com. I, was, I always pay attention to you. Dan Go Val- to commercial. All right. Um, we're going to commercial break, and uh, we'll be back on the other side as Dan and I return, talking about <laughs> psychic phenomena, UFOs, and much more here in the Exome from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away.
Sometimes life can feel like a pressure cooker. From our work life to our personal lives and relationships, there's so much to balance. It's easy to feel weighed down when you're experiencing anxiety, stress, or sadness. Guess what? You are not alone. Support is all around you. No matter where you are, all you need to do is ask. Let us help you find a community at churchescare.com. Churches are communities of care. Go to C-H-U-R-C-H-E-S-Care.com to explore the possibilities. Churchescare.com. Dan Valkos is our special guest, Exonation, www.danvalkospsychic.com. Uh, Dan, uh, during one of, the, one of the tenures that you did as the Director of Paranormal, Enlight- uh, Director of Paranormal Enlightenment Center out of Detroit, what, was the, what did you do there? We did a lot of investigative work in haunted houses. Uh, I was affiliated with the uh, Center for UFO Studies, mm-hmm. which was, of course, Dr. J. Allen yep. organization. And um, I helped people develop their abilities more so. That was the primary thing. We were working at um, just, you know, removing a lot of the myths uh, behind uh, the whole psychic world and just trying to help people uh, become more aware and, and in tune themselves. We had fun. It was fun, but it got a little, uh, I, got, I got a little tired, which is one of the reasons why I moved to Canada. Uh, do you, do you find that we're closer to opening up the door to explaining what psychic phenomena is? Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. We're 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 evolving as a species exponentially. There's no question about that. And as we are evolving, we're going to find that uh, more and more people are becoming more and more aware of things that are going around them. I just spent the weekend doing intensive readings, believe it or not, at a legion. Uh, Legion Hall, and a lot of these really, uh, you know, conservative old geezers are saying, yeah, well, I know there's something going on with that crap. Ain't sure exactly what, but I know it ain't a bunch of bull <laughs> hockey. So, you know, but people are coming more aware that, uh, well, first of all, being psychic is not necessarily telling fortunes. It's, in essence, being in tune with yourself and the world around you, uh, recognizing, if you will, that uh, spark of creativity that exists within all living beings. And as we are growing and as we are evolving as a species, uh, we're going to find more and more people are realizing how much real this whole thing is in reality. Is there a connection between psychic phenomena and the other aspects of uh, the topics that we talk about here? For example, out-of-body experiences, near-death experiences. Um, oh, of course. PK? Of course. Of course. The, the whole psychic world is... Um, uh, it's sort of like a massive umbrella mm-hmm. that you can take anything out of the ordinary. Uh, extrasensory perception, or ESP, is just perceiving things besides using your five senses. Uh, you know, whether it's not through dreams, whether or not it's through uh, telepathic insight, whether or not it's through empathetic insight. Uh, most cops are pretty good psychics. A good cop is a good psychic, because mm-hmm. a good cop is always going to listen to uh, his or her gut hunches. Yeah. 
and uh, that's going to save you from a from a lot of hurt. You know, a good cop will tell you that, you know, I was going to go into that house or I was going to go through that door, but my gut was screaming something's not right there, and it took me a while uh, to realize that, and it, it saved my own tuchus. When uh, I, I would imagine that you've done a number of psychic shows over the yeah, years. over the years. Um, how is somebody to know who a good psychic is and who a bad psychic is if you're not there? The best psychic in the world that you can ever go to mm-hmm. is yourself if you listen to that still small voice within. You know, if, 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 if somebody claims that they're like God's gift to the, uh, the paranormal world, uh, then um, I would be a little cautious. But 99.9% of all good psychics out there are honest and ethical, decent individuals. Your own instincts can tell you. If, if somebody tell, show, says that, you know, this doesn't feel quite right, mm-hmm. this person doesn't feel quite right, then obviously there's a reel for it, uh, and you've got to go with your own instincts. But like I said, most, most psychics out there are pretty good at what they do. What is, your, what is your explanation of mediumship when someone can actually communicate with someone on the other side of the veil? There are, there are, again, some very good, very, I've known some very, very good mediums. I've known some schlocks as well. But most of them, I think, are just honest uh, and decent individuals that are trying to do what they can uh, to help. See, the problem with, with the mediumship, there's problem with, uh, as far as valid proof is concerned, if let's say if I claimed I was a medium and I was and I was and you wanted to get a hold of your Uncle Charlie through me, mm-hmm. and I picked up Uncle Charlie used to refer to you as Snuggles, okay? That was his pet name for you was Snuggles. This does not necessarily mean that I'm communicating with Uncle Charlie because I could have psychically picked up the pet name Snuggles from your own uh, subconscious mind. So you could actually uh, be reading the person sitting in front of you using yeah. ESP or telepathy. Yeah, yeah, just, you know, the. Uh, do I believe that there are good mediums yes. out there? Yes, of course. Do I believe that mediums can communicate with those who passed on? Definitely beyond the shadow of a doubt I do. Uh, do I do medium myself? No. Basically, it's because of my size. I'm more of a transextral arch. I thought you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For those of you, uh, this is radio, you don't know, I'm a rather substantial individual, so the extra large is a rather amusing joke. Yes, yes, and... Uh... <laughs> Thank you. A lot of people these days are becoming ghost hunters, and you know, ghost hunters, paranormal researchers, and, yeah. and what are they looking for? Uh, some of them are just looking to uh, forgive me for being uh, a little callous. There, they're just looking to make a buck. Yeah. Um, you know, see the thing about ghost hunting, if you will, um, the vast majority of hauntings uh, are basically have got nothing to do with an actual spirit. They're like pictures of the past. They're like past pictures. Uh, scenes from yesterday that are being rerun and replayed today. Uh, you and I could sit in a room, and if we generated enough energy in the etheric fabric of time, somebody could walk into this room 10 years from now, see the two of us sitting there talking to each other, think they're seeing a pair of ghosts, when actually all they're seeing is something that had happened a while ago. It's like an imprint in the electromagnetic field. Very good, Grasshopper. Yes, indeed. Yeah. That's, that's the best way to put it. What's your take on EVPs? On uh, extraterrestrials? No, electronic voice phenomena. You know, when ghost hunters take a digital recorder or an analog recorder into a haunted, allegedly haunted house, and they ask questions, and it's only when the tape is played back that they actually hear something. 
Uh, again, it's within the realms of possibility. I wasn't familiar with that phrase. Okay. Because we didn't we didn't deal with that back in those days. Uh, we actually would uh, talk to. I I would say that um, there's some validity there, but as to whether or not it's actual, uh, you know, the the communication or whether it could be dead, residue energy, mm-hmm. or you could also be picking up something from a long time ago off a radio transmission. Exactly. You know, there's all kinds of possibilities. You know, is it, is it something of a paranormal nature? Yes. Is it an actual spirit? Not necessarily. Is it an out-and-out fraud? Highly unlikely. Highly, highly unlikely. Okay. But, um, you know, there's, 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 there's ghost hunting. That's, you know, I, the term ghost hunting means, you know, you're going out with a necroplasmic gun, you know, killed the spirit, we're going to hunt the spirit. You know, it's, it's more like investigating that which is out of the ordinary. It, it reminds me of the uh, the CB clubs of the, what, late 70s, early 80s, where everybody would put a CB in their radio and they'd all drive down to the local restaurant, sit inside their cars that are parked beside each other and talk to them themselves, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah basically it's a good way to put it. It's an excellent way to put it. And it seems that... You know, in today's uh, paranormal groups that are out there, that these are people who don't fit anywhere sociologically else in society, that they've kind of found their little niche. They all wear black. I, I don't understand why they all wear black T-shirts and, and have these crazy uh, well, looks. Well, don't you face. understand why? Because no. we don't look as large as we are in a black T-shirt. We look slender. Oh. That's all it is. Okay. Got to tell you everything. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you're you're more experienced in worldly things than I am. Yeah, the the, the, the you know it's just it's it's in essence uh, they want to just be a little different, look a little different. Uh, you know, some of them are there, are there individuals who claim to be ghost hunters who are um, you know just self delusional, of course. But again. Vast majority of these out there, I think, are uh, individuals who um, are just trying to either prove to themselves something, or uh, trying to uh, get away from the dull and boring mundania that a lot of this world has to be uh, dealing with. Something like going to the amusement park and getting the hell scared out of you on a ride. Indeed, indeed, yeah. indeed, which you know can be rather frustrating. Um. With all the different groups that are out there, just in Southern California alone, there's over 1,500 groups. We have a database that has over 14,000 group contact information. Cool. All these years, nobody has found conclusive evidence to to support any claims that, you know, ghosts are real. Well, it all depends on what your definition of conclusive evidence is, Mm -hmm. because uh, anything can be faked. Anything can be faked out there. You know that. Sure. You, you can be extremely creative, and with the new technology and the better technology getting out there, it's almost impossible to, to say that this is fraudulent or that this is valid. You know, is, is, uh, you know things like years ago, years ago, James Randi, uh, who used to hold, uh, years, it's a million-dollar thing now, but yeah. he used to hold this $10,000 check. He says, if you can prove anything in the psychic world, I get this 10000 check. Yuri Geller took that challenge, blew him out of the water, and he refused because he claims, well, obviously, since the psychic world doesn't exist, Mr. Geller must be faking it. We just don't know how he's faking it. 
So that's how we got out of trying uh, to avoid uh, the, the proof. There's, there's organizations out there now that are actually able to show tangible uh, proof that the realms of the paranormal are at least plausible, or at least possible. Dan, stand by. We've got to take a break at the bottom of the hour. Explanation, Dan Valkos is our guest, www.danvalkospsychic.com. We'll both be back after the news. Don't go away. From world conflicts to falling financial markets, natural disasters, and more. Wish the headlines would just stop? It's not a newsflash that life can feel like a pressure cooker. From managing work to building relationships, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. And for many of us, anxiety and stress are constant companions. But you are not alone. You may not know it, but support is out there, just waiting to meet you. And you can find it through the friendly people at Church's Care. At Church's Care, we know that finding your community can feel intimidating. That's why we do the heavy lifting for you. Churches Care helps connect people like you to churches that can support and serve you. In your new community, you'll find a group of people ready to talk, listen, and help you navigate life through its twists and turns. All you have to do is come as you are. If you're ready to find your community, visit churchescare.com today. That's churchescare.com. C-H-U-R-C-H-E-S care.com. We look forward to serving you. Dan Valkos is my special guest this hour, Exonation, www.danvalkospsychic.com. Dan, what has been the most perplexing thing that has happened to you while investigating the paranormal? Uh, yeah, I was, I was actually the most interesting one. I was investigating a haunted house a number of years ago in a small community called in, it was in Clintwood, Virginia. And uh, the most perplexing thing is they kept man- manifesting. I'm talking where you'd have things moving across the room by themselves, which doesn't necessarily mean it's a ghost, because you could have what we call subconscious telekinetic activity right. going on as well. And um, it, 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 the, the entity or the energy, if you want to call it that, kept trying to scare me, and I wasn't getting scared. And I was basically, for lack of a better phrase, I was pissing it off. But I was having fun doing it at the time. Why is it that so many more people are referring to the activity that they see as demonic instead of energy these days? Is, is it? And it, it, it's because uh, unaware of how to actually, um, what's a good way to put this? If it's not, if it's not in a narrow parameter, mm-hmm. um, then obviously it's evil. You've got to realize certain religious groups will, will claim that uh, Catholics are demonic. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so, you know, as far as I'm concerned, 
there is no such thing as the devil. There is no such thing as hell. Now, I'm going to preface this again. These are my beliefs, my feelings, folks. If this goes against your own personal religious or ideological beliefs, I apologize in advance. But I firmly believe that there's no such thing as hell. Hell is what we make ourselves here on earth. I do not believe that God makes junk. And God, uh, who's the creator of everything, uh, would not uh, create a place to, you know, condemn somebody for all eternity because they ate meat one Friday afternoon, not mm -hmm. being aware that it was a Friday. Um, we live hundreds of lifetimes. This life is a classroom. We're here to learn. We're here to grow. We're here to evolve. When you're dead, that summer vacation, when you're partying down and having a good old time, when you want to come back to school, obviously you take on another life. The laws of karma are very specific as far as when people want to know, well, how can somebody get away with being bad? Nobody gets away with being bad. It's just that if you do something really negative in this lifetime uh, and it seems like you get away with it, next lifetime karma might bite you on the fanny and where you seem like there, you've done nothing wrong but nothing but negative things happen to you it's because you're paying off karmic debts from a prior incarnation. What about these cases of... Uh demonic possession like in the exorcist on tv is this just sensationalism or do cases like well, that if, really if, happen if, if, if you believe that you're you're possessed by a demon if mm -hmm. you will then uh you know you can cause a your your mind being powerful a psychic mind being powerful you can cause a 20 degree drop at drop in the temperature of the room you know help me to pop out on your belly and you throw up green stuff for two and a half hours uh, you know, but it's actually just a manifestation of your own uh, subconscious uh, intuitive abilities. And if you believe that you're possessed by the devil or demons, if you will, mm -hmm. and um, you believe that this minister, or this rabbi, or this priest, or this exorcist uh, is uh, can get rid of the demons or get rid of that evil which is within you, then they could, uh, you know, do a ritual of exorcism or, you know, swing a dead chicken over their head three times, chanting cowbug or kumquat, uh, and um, you know the because you believe uh, that they were able to cure cure you of it, then your own mind will give yourself the um, the the healing, if you will. So does that does that also explain and um, kind of look at the inner workings of voodoo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah, exactly, exactly, my young friend. So it's the power of suggestion and the power of belief working in tandem. Yeah, yeah. And remember, your mind can do incredible yeah. things. You can, I mean, you can, you can, you can levitate. You can, you can, you know, change. You can cause lights to go on and off. Uh, you can cause toilets to flush on their own. Uh, you can, um, you know, you can pick up thoughts and emotions and energies from other individuals. You can create a negative environment uh, just with your own sadness and depression. A lot of people are what we call natural empaths where they can take on the moods and impressions of other people. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people are also what we call psychic vampires. Yeah where you're in a real good, positive chipper. Oh, what a beautiful morning. And this individual around you is in one of these negative moods. All of a sudden you feel your energy being drained, uh, unaware that the whole reason for that happening is because this psychic vampire is, is, is just pulling the life force from you. They might not even be aware that they're doing it. They could be just a very depressed soul, and they're just sucking the life from anybody and everybody around them. Is the New Age movement part of the psychic realm, uh, the realization that you and I were talking about earlier? Yeah, of course. Of course. Definitely. So where does, where does uh, psychic healing fit into all of this, Dan? Again, it's like with spiritual healing mm -hmm. or any, any type of uh, um, religious healing. If you believe this individual okay. has the power 
to heal you, then within your own mind, you can create a healing energy around yourself. What about out-of-body experiences? Well, everybody does that. Subconscious astral projections happen a lot of time during the sleep state. You know, when you all of a sudden, if you have a dream that you're flying, yes, a lot of times these flying dreams are actual subconscious astral projections. And a lot of times, a deja vu experience is what we call a minor precognitive dream, where you've actually astrally projected into your own future, seen a series of trivial or minor events, totally completely forgot about them when you wake up, because you forget about 90% of your dreams within the first five minutes of waking. However, three months or six months later, when you actually live the event that you had dreamt, you're going, wow, I've done this before. This is freaky. It's not where you've done it before. You've just experienced it before in a subconscious astral projection dream. But there are, I mean, there's so many documented cases of mm -hmm. conscious astral projections, out-of-body experiences, uh, way too many for it to dismiss it out of, out of, out of hand. How about near-death experiences? Um, that is usually when you said you were over at your buddy's house and she finds a strange woman's <laughs> perfume on your... Oh, 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 you mean like somebody who actually yeah. feels like they're getting ready to die. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's all it is. You're getting ready to... You, you know, you're, you're starting to move on. And then uh, traumatic experience. And, you know, this voice says, Hey, what the hell you doing? Well, I'm dead. No, you're not. You still got stuff to do. Get your ass back in the body. Um, I'm, I'm sure it's a little more spiritual than that, but that's usually what probably happen, where your guides or your teachers are uh, telling you, yeah, this is what's waiting for you, so go back and do your work so that you can actually do it properly. After all the years you've been doing your work, Dan, and, and helping so many people, teaching classes, doing psychic readings, you know, helping out the, on the SPCA, and by the way, my hat's off to you for that. What, what is your most interesting part of the paranormal that, that you like working in? Again, I, get, I love working with the animals. I, that's, that's the most fun. That's the most fun. You know, I, when, when I work with police agencies, and I've done this on a low-key basis, mm -hmm. I don't like to do that, but it's a necessity because usually it's a situation where uh, there's been a you know, major negative event happen, and then you pick up on that residue of negative energy. But when you're dealing with, with the pure joy and love of a four-legged child, uh, and you're able to um, you know, help, help the human understand what the dog's going through. Because a lot of times, the dogs are doing their darndest to get the human. Listen, human, this is what I want. This is what I want you to do. This is what's bugging me. And sometimes we humans are way too stupid to yeah. realize that, you know, it's not where we have to train the dog. The dog has to train us to understand his or her language. What are some of the funniest comments that you've heard uh, from the four-legged babies that you've related to the owners? Okay. Why can't they just simply listen? Mm. When I tell them I have to pee, they yell at me for peeing in the house. So I don't want to pee in the house because I don't want to yell at. And I tell them I've got to pee. And they look at me like, what? You know, I'm, I'm tempted to say, just walk up and just lift my leg to show them what I got to do. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'll get through to them. I got to pee. Open that damn door. I would imagine that when you're doing readings on, on rescue animals, there must be a lot of heartbreaking stories that are related to you. A lot of times I'll get the question, uh, and then what they want is to know what happened before I got the dog. Oh. And uh, there's a lot of times when I ain't going to tell them. I'll, I'll, I, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'll never lie to somebody. I'll yeah. never tell them something they want to hear. 
but there will be a, a time when somebody will ask, did, uh, you know, what was the bad things that happened to uh, the little one there? And you, you see the neglect or you sense the, uh, uh, the, um, the abuse. Okay, it's the only word I can come up with. And you just, you know, you say, well, you know, I, you, you basically I'll tell them that um, well, I'm not giving a clear image there, but the strongest thing the animal needs to know is, wants you to know is how much they love you and how much they are glad they're in your life and, and how much you gave them a forever home. You give them that. Yeah. Animals are so wonderful. They truly understand, and they give unconditional love. Like they yeah, don't, they do. Yeah, they don't yeah. say, I'll love and, you and if. This, this whole thing of dominion, dominion means that uh, we were given the responsibility to mm-hmm. raise and, and take care of and nurture and help animals when we can. It doesn't mean that we have control over them to where we can abuse them or other horse crap like that. Yeah. It's it's. It's dominion is is loving, you know. When you when you see a picture of a firefighter putting a little bit of an oxygen mask over a kitten yeah. uh, or a pup that they've rescued, I mean that's dominion. That's where they're helping. And there was one fire captain one time who says, "We we we do not uh, separate species." He says, "We you know any species, any life form that needs help in rescuing, we're going to be there to rescue it." Dan, my friend, please stand by. You and I have to take our final break. Exonation, the one and only Dan Valkos is our guest this this uh, hour. Now, if you'd like to contact Dan for a private one-on-one consultation, his website is danvalkospsychic.com. And Dan and I will be back as we wrap up this hour here in the Exxon from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Nation, Dan Valkos is my special guest this hour. His website is www.danvalkospsychic.com. And first of all, Dan, great having you back on the show. Uh, we'll have to do this more often, my buddy. Definitely we will. Definitely will. I'm enjoying myself immensely. And, um, you know, it's, it, 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 it's, it's so much fun doing a show with you, again, because you and I have been through a lot of garbage and a lot of we crap sure a long time ago, and both of us have climbed out. Uh, I've, I've, come, I've climbed out smelling like a rose. You've climbed out smelling. Yeah. Well, you know, one of us had to get the flowers while the other one got the... The thorn. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. I understand All right, you, anyway. I understand you've question. got a new book out called The Psychic World and how you can be part of it. Tell us about it. Well, it was just basically I took all my years of research and investigative stuff in the classes that I teach, mm-hmm. and I decided to put it in a book form. And uh, when we first came out with the book a long time ago, it was well-received. Then I came out with my second one on dreams, and then I decided to combine it everything together 
and uh, come out with um, with the book through uh, Kindle, and it's 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 it's, it's a pretty good response. You know, speaking about dreams, um, I can dream a dream and a dream in a dream. Yeah. And I know when I'm dreaming and when I'm in the dream itself to know if I'm dreaming, I try to read something. And if I can't read the menu, the newspaper, whatever, I know I'm in a dream you, and I have a blast. No, no. What it is is you got to put on your psychic dream glasses so you can actually read the papers. Now, that's all that is. Oh, uh, all right. Yeah, no, no. Lucid dreaming is where you're aware of the fact that mm -hmm. you're dreaming, and uh, you can actually take control of the dream and motivate it and move in a far more positive direction than you thought you could before. It, it's it's very it's it's a blast to do when you understand it and you realize. Yeah, when you know what the what the, what the Dickens is going on, yeah. it is. With the classes you teach, are you seeing a, a change in the in the age of the people who are taking your classes? A change uh, no, in gender? No, no, it's 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 a blended. What I'm seeing more interesting is I'm getting more and more men in the workshops. More and more men are realizing that there's something going on here, and it ain't a whole bunch of hooey. And perhaps uh, you know what they're sensing, what they're feeling is something that might be worth developing. Uh, I, you know, obviously, like mm -hmm. I said, law enforcement. Uh, I'll get law enforcement officers that are uh, students of mine because developing their own intuitive abilities, it's not some, you know, artsy schmartsy, you know, ooh, sort of stuff. They realize that there's something going on there and their instincts have told them yeah. uh, what something positive, what something negative is going on. Uh, but older men, like in business, because if you're if you're in business uh, yourself and you're looking for an edge or for an advantage, having your own intuitive abilities uh, honed, if you will, works as a plus. Because if you're dealing with a client and um, you think you're doing your best, putting on a great presentation, but your instincts are screaming, mm -hmm. this individual hasn't got two peanuts to rub together to get a small you know thing of peanut butter. Uh, why are you wasting your time with the situation when the person isn't really interested in buying in the first place? How would a person uh, tune their, their uh, or sharpen their psychic abilities? Take one of my courses. Easiest way. <laughs> well. And another shameless plug brought to you by... There's a number of exercises. There's a number of good books out there. Mm. There's a website you can go to. Uh, it's called gotpsi.org. Uh, this is a couple um, uh, physicists that are using quantum physics to prove the existence of the paranormal. It's pretty cool. But they give you a lot of good basic exercises there to help strengthen your abilities. You start listening. All you got to do is start listening to that still small voice within. It's no big deal. Like I said, you don't have to swing a dead chicken over your head three times chanting cowabunga kumquat uh, to open up your intuitive abilities. Uh, you may wind up with some interesting medication in the hospital that they put you in, uh, but it's not going to develop your abilities. Further. And drugs are not going to do it, folks. Those of you who think you can, you can do uh, mind-expanding drugs, it doesn't expand your mind. You're just so blown away you think you're psychic. That's Believe true. me. Yeah. Believe me. Drugs do not work. How long would it take someone who wants to take your course to well, complete to the it's entire to the course that I offer yeah. is through email files and I've got it set up to where uh, you can you know as slow or as fast as you want uh, some of my students will uh, you know do one of the classes uh, a month if you will uh, one student you know sent me an email a little while ago says uh, five years ago I started the first class and I kind of got sidetracked. Uh, can I continue with the second class now? And, of course, I said, of course, sure, fine, no problems. 
I've got a real, it's a simple course. I've got a real easy course set up. It's uh, uh, 10 classes through email files. And if they go to my website, they'll see it's very, very inexpensive. It's downright cheap, actually. And that's a de- I, I do what I can to help. I do what I can to help people develop and grow and evolve on their own right. And that's at danvelkospsychic.com. Psychic.com. Yep. All yeah, right. If they want to check it out. Dan, is, is our, our, our children psychic when they're born and is it the bull crap that we as parents and members of society put on their plate that dampen their their psychic oh, abilities uh, of course children are incredibly intuitive uh, they will uh, they will be able to sense things they will be able to see things mm-hmm. out of the ordinary but children will listen to a parent up until a certain age of course uh, and if the parent says well you don't believe in that stuff that's that's dumb or that's stupid or worse that's evil and of the devil mm-hmm. well then you're going to suppress your own uh, you know natural abilities and your natural curiosity fortunately that whole mindset and that whole attitude is being changed is changing dramatically more and more people are realizing there is something on here and rather than automatically dismissing the child which actually leads to and a lot of times the child think there's actually something wrong with right. them uh, you know, so uh, that they're realizing that maybe there is something that they're sensing out of the ordinary. I know there's a whole uh, genre now of uh, child psychologists who are getting into to where if a child claims they're sensing something psychically, they might actually be sensing something psychically, and rather than automatically dismissing them as, as hooey, uh, they're, um, you know, encouraging, helping them to encourage it a little more. How do you deal with skepticism? I'm sure when you're out and about either at the the fairs that you do or when you're out giving a lecture that you get skeptics. How do you deal with them? I basically ignore them. Yes, I. I basically, you know, that's nice. I believe what you want to believe. I'm comfortable when I believe. Well, if you're psychic, what's my name? And I'll say, are we dealing with an amnesia victim here? You know, you know <laughs> believe what you want. You know, if you don't believe me, I really don't care. Uh, I've been in this field way too long to where I'm worried about somebody being skeptical. Over the over the years, that you know, you... technically speaking, mm-hmm. I can't prove to you that I exist. I could be an illusion. There, your audience could could be thinking they're listening to a radio broadcast uh, when uh, actually it's just having an extremely bad dream of uh, two strange old buggers you know, talking to them. We can't prove beyond a shadow of a doubt we exist. We know we do, mm-hmm. but that doesn't that's not actual tangible proof. And I have no idea where I was going with that. Neither do I. But, uh, but yeah, so I'm trying to figure it out. Hmm. <laughs> Over the years doing the, the, uh, the work that you've done, yeah. I, I know that you've also touched, with, uh, touched or crossed paths with the UFO community, you know, working with the uh, Center for UFO Studies. Yeah. What is your opinion? Are, are UFOs becoming more popular? Or? It's not a question of popularity. It's a question of their being uh, less ridiculed. I mean, back in the days, mm-hmm. Project Grudge, which we, which was one of the original precursors to Project Blue Book uh, and Project Sign. These are the ones that the Air Force started. Right. Uh, the the primary wasn't to prove the ex- whether or not UFOs existed, uh, but whether or not they posed a threat to security of the United States. And they came with the conclusion they did not because of any threat from alien invasion, 
but this is back in the days when telecommunications were was rather limited. Right. That if there was a flap of UFO uh, sightings, it was be it would it would cause the the whole telephone system to get messed up, and it could you know, cause a breakdown of communications. So that's when they actually went in originally to uh, just disprove or uh, poo-poo anybody who claimed to have seen a UFO, they would make fun of them to discourage people from actually claiming they've seen stuff. Now, yes, we do have the individuals who claim that, you know, they have lunch with uh, Jesus on Venus every other Thursday, or they wear the, you know, the aluminum foil on their heads so mm-hmm. that the aliens can't suck out their uh, uh, brains, but there are credible people who've seen incredible things. Now, UFO stands for unidentified flying object. doesn't necessarily mean it's an extraterrestrial nature because you could be seeing something from another dimension. You could also see something uh, from the future. You know, perhaps what it looks like uh, an extraterrestrial vehicle is just tourists coming back in time to see the stupid idiots of the 21st century. <laughs> like going to the zoo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look at the dummies. <laughs> or Douglas Adams had a great one. He claimed that what a lot of the UFOs were teasers. These were bored teenage aliens who'd steal their, their parents' uh, saucers and fly to the U.S. To, to mess up with Iowa corn farmers. Dan, as always, whenever you're with us, time goes by so fast. Uh, let our listeners know where they can find out more about you and plug your book again. All right. Well, go to Amazon uh, or the Kindle books, and it's the psychic world and how you can be a part of it. And if you are interested in more information from me, just go to my website, folks. That's www.danvalkos, as in Sam, uh, dot com. That's danvalkospsychic.com. And Rob, old friend, it's been a pleasure doing a show with you again. Again, we're going to do this more often. Please do, Dan. And regards to your family. And uh, once again, I look forward to when you and I meet. Back We're going to do it. Summer. We're going to do it. We're going to set it up to do a television bit together, I promise. All right, Danny. Take care, my it's, friend. You know, it's, yeah, you take care, and we'll have fun. And do I got to wear a sports jacket if I do your television show? Yes. Well, we're doing radio. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll dress nice. All right, All take right. care, Dan. Take care now, my friend. Bye-bye. www.danvalcospsychic.com. I'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. <laughs> 